Well, it's finally happened after months of uh, waiting. Well, not really waiting, just kind of like slowly going through the series. I finally finished True Detective. And yes, I know there's only eight episodes, and I probably could have gotten through it in a week if I really wanted to. But the first time I saw it, uh, as soon as the midpoint of the series rolled around, I completely lost track of what was going on. So I went through it several more times, trying to get 100% of everything that was going on in the show. And uh, finally, after my third viewing, I got through everything. And last night, for the first time, I saw the finale after finally understanding 100% of everything else. And oh my god, I'm amazed that they were able to get away with all of this. They took a normal police procedural show and turned it into something incredibly dark, scary, you know, overwhelming, upsetting, and... It's incredible. I'm amazed that they were able to get away with it. I'm amazed that it is as good as it was. I'm amazed that Matthew McConaughey turned his entire career around and is making all of these wonderful, wonderful things like True Detective. Killer Joe from a few years ago is so flawless. And then, you know, of course, Dallas Buyers Club and everything. But True Detective was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So the show stars Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey as uh, Hart and Cole, two detectives that are uh, investigating this case about a uh, you know dead woman that they find, and she's uh, there's antlers tied to her head, and she's been like ritualistically tied up, and it's really 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 disturbing but um you know so they find this woman and the show is framed in that there's a uh, 2012 era cole and uh hart that are talking to these two new detectives that work at the station now and uh they're narrating everything as they go back and forth between 1995 when the uh, body was found and 2012 when they uh are talking to these other detectives and when it starts off the only thing you can really see about it it's that it's a really good show and you don't know where it's going to go because it's just normal police procedural. But then as the series goes on, things start to get a lot more twisted, a lot darker than you can ever imagine. And they just kind of grow organically. And it doesn't feel forced at all because the case itself is so screwed up. And from the very beginning, you can see that Matthew McConaughey's character is kind of screwed up in the head. Well, not really screwed up, just kind of, you know, he thinks very, very differently. And some of the stuff that he says is just insane and then you have Hart who says no 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 rust you can't be saying that kind of stuff down there you know they're in louisiana they're in the bible belts they're uh you know in this community where everyone's really diehard christian and the show pits matthew mcconaughey against faith in all these wonderful ways when you uh see him go into a revival preaching tent or whatever and see him about to um question the preacher it's so cool to see him have this internal struggle do i debunk everything or do i you know do my job and be a good detective and he always chooses the latter he's always a good detective as much as he wants to tell the preacher you know everything that's wrong with him and his way of life he's there to figure out the facts of this case and that is what makes matthew mcconaughey so great in this role you see him in 1995 trying to be as good of a detective as he can be. Then you see him in 2012, not giving a crap. And he's there with long hair, smoking cigarettes, drinking beer in the uh, interrogation room. And nobody cares. He doesn't care. But in 95, you can see the conflict within him. Do I be the nihilist that I actually am? Or do I try to find out who killed this girl? And the latter wins every time. 
The show does so much cool stuff with story and structure. It does all of these really weird things where it cuts back and forth between 1995 and 2012. That's not too, you know, groundbreaking or innovative. But what they do is, as time goes on and you're lulled into this false sense of security about what's actually happening, everything changes. There's a point at the end of the fifth episode where everything just turns upside down and you have no idea where the story is going to go. Not like a big twist. Not like a big, this is what's been happening the whole time, like Sixth Sense style kind of thing. Just a plot point that changes where you think the story is going to go and you have no idea what's going to happen for the final three episodes. It's so, so good the way that the show strings you along, tries to make you think that everything is okay, when in fact nothing is okay. And you start to not trust any of the characters, you start to question everything you think was correct, and you start to just wonder what's going on in these people's heads. Not to spoil anything, I know that there's people that think that if I tell you there's a spoiler, that's enough of a spoiler anyway, but you really don't know what's going to happen at all. Even if I tell you to expect something that is going to be there, you will have no idea what's going to go on. You're going to have every reason to continue to enjoy the show, even if I tell you this. So there's a point in the show where everything changes. The Fire Nation attacked. That's exactly what happened. And as much as I want to go into spoiler territory and talk about everything post-change, I really don't want to. Like, I'm not at that point where I can really digest exactly what happened. Even though I went through the series almost three times, I'm just not completely ready to talk about everything that happened in the finale. Everything that happened in the finale blew my mind. I'm so happy that the show is an anthology because every single season is going to be different characters, different plots, different cast. And it's going to be so cool to see where the show goes from here. And that means that when you watch the first season, you don't know what's going to happen to these characters. It's not like, oh, it's a TV show. They're going to have to all survive for the next season. That's not true. Uh, you watch and you think, what's going to happen? Because this is the end of this story. This is the end of these characters' you know, plot lines and arcs. And when you watch, you really don't know what's going to happen. It's amazing to see how this show plots everything out. And for that alone, I totally recommend this show. But it does everything so right. The script is so flawless and tight. The acting, oh my god, Matthew McConaughey. As much as I want Brian Cranston to win for Breaking Bad this year, I think Matthew McConaughey gives him a run for his money. His, you know... $10 million that he buried out in the desert somewhere. But no, I really think that everything in this show is flawless. The cinematography is amazing. Even the music. It's done by T-Bone Burnett, who uh, does all of the Coen Brothers movies. And he finds these tracks that just fit everything so well. Almost like the final three episodes of Breaking Bad. There's musical cues in there that just fit everything so perfectly and tell the story so flawlessly and this show does that to the nth degree and the theme song is fantastic that's another thing that he found and uh, added to the show my favorite thing about the opening title sequence is that it has clips from the entire show in it so when you watch for the first time you see all this crazy imagery like i don't know all the uh industrial plants and this one shot of woody harrelson looking really really brooding and it's perfect this one stripper who's wearing this uh american flag leotard she is a character later on in the show everything you see in that title sequence 
appears at some point in the show. And as you keep watching, you watch this thing over and over again, and you pick up new things. Because, you know, it's a title sequence. It's in every single episode. But you pick up these new things as you watch it. And it adds to the experience so much because things start to really fit together as the series goes on. In terms of the title sequence, anyway, the uh, things that happen in the show don't really fit together for a while. (laughs) I love, love, love this show. But, you know, if time is a flat circle, as someone in the show says, then it makes sense that you would just keep coming back and forth, around and around, to watching the title sequence eight times as you watch this story unfold in front of you, and things start to make more sense. I love True Detective. If you don't have HBO Go, get it. Find it from somebody, anybody. Just watch this show, please. You will not be disappointed at all. I'll see you on Monday.